1: Hi, Joshua. Welcome back to another exciting Fright School field trip. (laughs) Oh my God, it feels like I haven't seen you in an age. It has been an age. It's been a very long time. And uh, it's very sad. (laughs) But here we are. What are we doing today, Joshua? Mm. Today we're going to see the new Toni Collette. um, What's that word? Uh, Vehicle? Vehicle, yes. Lead. She's the fearless leader. Um, Hereditary. Heard lots of good stuff about this. lot of good reviews yes very excited Uh, it showed very well at Sundance yeah
0: Joshua and I look like I look like his gay assistant and he looks like a famous goth (laughs) it can't be helped that's just it's just this is my face yes (laughs) Um, So we had a lovely dinner We walked around We're excited to potentially bring you more episodes We were seen We were seen (laughs) People saw us Uh, We're going to bring you some new episodes We're talking about how we're going to
1: give the children what they want Yes, yes, absolutely Um, I am very excited about this movie Uh, Again, just to bring it back to the hereditary Uh, I don't know if Toni Collette's done much horror outside of um, Obviously we remember her as Horror Hounds As the mom from The Sixth Sense Mm
0: -hmm. She was in Krampus too, right?
1: Yes, she is in Krampus. I always forget because I consider Krampus, again, like Gremlins where mm-hmm. it's kind of funny, you know, but you're right. Um, I guess technically it's supposed to be a scary Christmas film. Um, yeah, so uh, but I'm excited for her to do something that seems like a, a serious horror film. So let's... Uh Let's hope it's good.
0: Let's hope it's good. Um, young David's already seen it. He said it's really great. I've been staying away from any sort of review or analysis or I've only seen the trailer. I am terrified. Uh, apparently, this is the scariest movie ever. Uh, well, well, I was going to say, well, you know, I'm sitting next to Joshua Relative. and- Relatively speaking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, next time you hear us, we'll be talking, we'll be in the studio talking about this film and some other cool, fun stuff. Yay.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Fright School. Are you ready? Class is in session. my gosh <coughs> let me clear the dust <coughs> uh, uh, welcome back to fright school joe oh my god <laughs> what are we doing who are we
2: oh my gosh joshua is that you it is me from afar i've,
1: I've, I've grown so old it's been 84 years <laughs> yes. and i
2: still remember the fresh paint
1: no, the smell of the, daca- of the macabre, of Mac- the decaying God. flesh. The china had never been used. It
2: was called the podcast of Fright School. Right. And it was.
1: It really was. It really was. Uh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Welcome back to um, a very... We're, like, kicking back off with a very special episode of Fright School. A, uh, one of our field trip episodes. Yes. We went off to see Hereditary. Yes. Which, with Miss Tony Collette, Muriel's wedding herself. So what...
2: Do we owe them an explanation? No, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We don't owe you nothing. No, we're busy. That's the problem. We're busy, busy, busy. busy, busy. But we
2: appreciate you. You know, I will say this, that I was... um, Today, I was a little late coming to recording the studio uh, because I was seeing my good friend, uh, Miss Eve Parker. Oh, cool. Yes. Shout out to her. So she, um, her and her, um, her, I was going to say her lover, her and her uh, boyfriend have a new place. And she's been setting up her craft room. And she's like, well, you know what I should listen to? I should listen to Fright School. So she's been going through our first season. And she's like, oh, my God, Joe. I love love this show i'm Aww. such a fan she's sweet and i was like well thank you so much my dear i'll give you a shout out i'll throw yes. you some throw you some cookies here we yes, go yes we
1: love inspirational eve yes. she's very like yeah i think that like it's so overused to say brave because i mean it's not like i mean she's just so like um unapologetically honest yes you know absolutely which is kind of brave in this culture that we live in mm-hmm. uh, obviously as uh as the um <laughs> it's the state of things It is. is just, the, just the state you know, of things we're all being like gaslit by yes. uh, uh, this administration uh, by a giant a orange <laughs> butt plug um, yes exactly uh, but uh, i just i love following her posts on uh on the various social social media on the various she's meds, very, yes yeah she's uh, she's very very cool so i'm glad that you got to see her Yes. That's awesome that's and, a good reason to be and she's late. a fan
2: and she is the reason she's um what i guess prepared the way for me to be even Like to be the kind of horror fan that I am now because I didn't really celebrate Halloween until I met her. And then when I met her, because she just goes all out on it. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. And then... And then from there, she's all about the classics of horror. And we gotta um, have her on. I know we gotta have her on. We gotta have her on. Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get lots of people on. Yeah, we gotta so. get them on. We gotta get things going. again. Yes, we do. We're starting the terror train back. Yeah. Up. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening, and yeah. you know, and looking at back episodes. Uh, we are. It is summer, so we are. We're definitely more
1: apt to have our schedules be <laughs> clearer. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We got some good plans. So anyways, we will, uh, you'll see. More stuff to come. Yeah, you'll see. We (laughs) didn't tell you, you'll see. (laughs) Anyway, so we did. We went and saw Hereditary, the 2018's, I don't know, everybody's like raving about it. The girl of horror this year. (laughs) Exactly. That's a good way to put it. Um, It is, yeah, it's been the horror movie to see. So let's just dive in. Let's dive
2: what in. What did you think, Joe? Oh, my God. I got my life. Um, as much as you can get your life from a horror film like this one. Uh, I thought it was very good. It was, um, you know, I'll I'll paint the picture for the listener. It was a whole evening of events. Joshua and I, we met. We had dinner. We walked around a mall. It was very cis het, heterosexual <laughs> couple. Yeah. Um, and then it was, you know, we we also Joshua. Anytime he sees a movie when the sun goes down, in like not a Sunday, uh, not a weekend, that's right. also a very big deal. And I thought that we didn't uh, we didn't have to uh, cause bodily harm or threaten that to anyone around us. No, which is very good. They they pretty much kept themselves. Except for those two girls who sat in the aisle the entire time. Yeah. It was like, sit, <laughs> sit in a chair.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, there were the people who were talking beforehand and I, and I was really worried cause they were talking all the way up to like when the movie like started, mm-hmm. you know, like through the oh, credit, through like, the
2: previews. And- well,
1: yeah, which whatever they can talk all they want through the previews. Like I heckle the previews like that. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But like, you know, like we already got the A24 logo going, like it's starting, there's music and they are still talking. I'm like, if they don't shut the fuck up i'm gonna <laughs> get would. up and walk up there and shut them up yeah but thankfully just when the movie started they stopped talking which was nice but yeah those other girls i don't know what their deal was they got up from somebody else and then just decided to sit on the stairs yeah and then the whole time they're talking to each other because i could hear them they were like right in my fucking ear why is she doing that <laughs> where is she going what's happening watch the fucking film i know i'm like <laughs> what is wrong with you and it's like, like I, I guess they missed the first few minutes
2: or I one of them missed it. I was like i didn't bring you to this film that i've already seen so that way we are like i don't know what's happening right. i'm going on this journey <laughs> going on this journey with you yeah. i was just like it, i just got a very like blue is the warmest color from them you know is <laughs> you know there's just two like kind of like riff raff, street rat like lesbian girls that are just like you know uh <laughs> let's just talk to this whole movie exactly what's going on I don't know yeah <laughs> shut up I was like and also I was expecting for like the ushers to come in and no one came in and I'm like okay well whatever I guess this is the one movie where we don't have
1: someone with a clipboard counting people right yeah 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 because I mean it was pretty full theater yeah um, it was. I was worried I thought they were gonna come in and make us all like squeeze closer together yeah we
2: were well we had we, we had met really early and then we had gone to we chose a later showing and then by the time we got in we were one of the first people in the theater i'm like oh okay we'll just sit here and you know i'll play whatever asinine game is on the screen or whatever <laughs> and then it it filled up pretty quick and yeah. i was very exci- happy that we got the seats we did yeah
1: yeah, yeah, it was really nice. It was a good little, you know, little yeah. uh, AMC theater yeah. experience. They do a good job over here in the Mission Valley. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, <laughs> shout out to Mission Valley AMC. Hey, you're not uh, sponsoring us yet. Right. Oh, damn. So tell me, what did you think, Joshua, of initial gut reaction thoughts? Oh,
1: I really liked it. I wanted to watch it like again immediately after. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it since we saw it and still trying to figure out when I'm going to find time to go and, and Try to see it again before it leaves the theater. Uh, if nothing else, I'm definitely going to buy it when it comes. Oh out. yeah, absolutely. Um, I really enjoyed it. It gave me like Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist mm-hmm. vibes. It, like its pacing was kind of like those movies where it was like slow, and a little intense. Amityville, a little yeah, Am- definitely yeah, 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 absolutely. But like old school, like it just did not feel like a like a new horror film. Mm-hmm. which I like, you know, because I've been lamenting that we don't really make movies like that anymore. Um Have you seen the new Suspiria uh The trailer? trailer? Yes, I have. Right. So, like, that is done in, like, the old style. Yeah. Like, from, like, the 70s horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, the tense music and the, weird, like, the, you know, just the whole thing of it. And I've been, like, wishing that we could bring that kind of movie back because it's very, like, um it's... It <sighs> I, I fear that we don't have the attention span that we used to have uh, mm-hmm. for those kinds of movies. Yeah, You know, I think if I showed like, I don't know, maybe not, maybe I need maybe we need to do like a poll and get like a bunch of 13 to like 17 year olds together and show them the Exorcist and see how long they can stay off their phones. Cuz <laughs> I think it would be very fast like we'd lose them cuz it's yeah. a slow movie, you know, it doesn't really like it's great though. It's so well executed and beautifully like shot and it just mm-hmm. develops and builds but it's slow like Rosemary's Baby the same thing. Yeah. It takes a while to get to like what it's the meat of it, you know, and what it's about. And Hereditary was the same way. But I love that, you mm-hmm. know. Like this is the kind of movie I would put on, like on a rainy day, and it's just nice and relaxing and mm-hmm. creepy, you know. Well, now that we have fucking rainy days here, unless I'm at work, yeah, you know, then then of course it rains. But never like on a nice weekend where I just want to sit by the window and watch yes. It rain. Yes, you Anyways, live in we, that's a whole. We live other in San problem. Diego. It's great. Like we live it. Yeah, but it just it was that kind of film, and I really really like that. Um, so I wasn't, I'm not shocked by, like, it's very divisive. You know, a lot of people are loud and, like, this is awesome. And like the best thing ever. And other people hate it. And I think that yeah. some of it has to do with the pacing of it. I think it was very cerebral. Um, I do think it's an intelligent movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, but I think that it's pacing. Maybe that's one of the reasons people are kind of, you know, along it, with like the ending, I get people are like, wait, it's what? It's
2: pacing and I... I w- attended a friend's wedding last week and his fiance And I, we, I mean, we didn't get into it because I was just like, I, she had a lot of really great points, but she saw her. She didn't like it? She didn't like it. Oh, And she saw Hereditary with some, with like a big group of people and it was split in their group among gender lines. The men loved it. The women hated it. Really? Yes. And I thought that was very interesting. And she's like, did you like it or did you not? And I'm like, I really liked it. And she said, it might be gender lines then. And I was like, well, what did you not like about it? And her whole thing was that it was great up until the last 30 minutes. Like it was all of the last 30 minutes and they, and I was like, well, what, what was it about that? I mean, like that was, I thought that it was a sufficient enough, like left complete left turn from what you thought it would be. And, you know, I didn't mind that. I, I didn't mind that at all. And I think it was because she wanted it to just completely be, she wanted it to be completely in her head. Uh, and it, and she's like you have this very you have this opportunity to talk about mental illness in this very particular way but instead it became about this like devil worship thing and i'm like okay well mm. i see that but i still i still enjoy the hell out of it and also yeah. you know uh, this is very relevant for fright school because it's uh it's one of those things where it's like, this film, if I had not seen Amityville and Rosemary's Baby and The Exorcist and those slow burn classics that it references um, it references in its filmmaking and its uh, cinematography and even part of its plot, I don't think I would have loved it as much as I did.
1: Um, so I thought it was very good. Yeah. Um, I we didn't even really like give a rundown of the plot. <laughs> so no, if you're listening to this and haven't seen hereditary, basically it follows. Well, um, yeah. Come on. Like, right. <laughs> you know, come on. But, uh, but just to lay some groundwork. So Annie, um, played by the delicious, wonderful Tony Collette. Yes. who I love, I love so much Play and more horror Tony. Yes. I would love to see her do more horror. Um, because for me, like, I, I mean, I know she obviously existed before the sixth sense, but I never really saw anything with her in it before that. You know, I remember like seeing that movie in what, 96, 97, 98, yeah. 99, somewhere in that range. And she was so good as the mom. Like I just, I always thought that that actress was really, really great. I didn't realize she had this whole like body of work before yeah. that. Like Muriel's Wedding. Wedding, which I mentioned earlier, yeah. which is fucking hysterical and such a good movie. If you haven't watched that, definitely watch that. Um, it's kind of in line with movies like Napoleon Dynamite, um, Welcome to the Dollhouse. It's mm-hmm. kind of like goof person, you, you know, you're Excision, <laughs> Excision. <Yeah. laughs> Oh god <laughs> That movie was so strange. Yes, a lost um, episode um, A lost episode of Fright School we'll, we'll see if we ever get that out because it was just, I still don't know really what to make of that movie. We, it was so strange It was just the, <laughs> Joshua and I looking at looking at the screen and then looking at each other like, what the fuck are we watching? Anyway um, Anyway, so anyway, so, yeah. so Annie Tony Collette's character plays, she's a, a miniature artist, she makes mm-hmm. um, re- which I not really that love. she's not tiny it's the mark she makes. Right. This time. Yes, she makes like dollhouse, but it's art. It's beyond that. It's like mm-hmm. examinations of her own life of you know things like that, which I love. Um, it reminded me a lot of the nutshell book of oh excuse me <laughs> of crime scenes. Mm-hmm. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen that where it's like no? So they this woman um, made all of these little miniature crime scenes for like police to learn from, like Uh learn how to to do so. Uh, Yeah, it's the Nutshell Studies of Unexplained Death. Uh, This is by... uh, They were dioramas created by Francis Glessner Lee, a pioneer in forensic science. And so it was a way to train people on what to look for in like a crime scene. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, And they still have them and they're still used like today. So it's like, it's very interesting. There's a book... um, that I, I don't own, I should own, right? That's wow, weird. why don't you own this? I know, <laughs> but it's like, I don't know, four, I think it's 40 or so, things like attic, barn, dark bathroom, garage, kitchen, saloon, Oh, there's saloon a cat under o. the blanket. Oh. Yes. It um, started moving, and I'm yeah, like... Yeah, oh. Lil' M's here. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, so that that's kind of off topic, but we're, we're here to educate, I'm educating, you. I'm oh, giving you I like it. even a further understanding of the like... Nutshell. they were I yeah. think they were kind of inspired by that. With her uh, work. So, um, anyways.
2: So, Annie is this (laughs) miniature artist.
1: She's an artist. She's she's kind of working on, like, a new exhibition. Her mother dies, who she has a very tense relationship with. Um, Her mother's very secretive. She says so in the beginning. Like, she's giving a eulogy at her mother's funeral that she was very secretive. Obviously, they had a very kind of bad relationship. So, and then the movie... She also had some mental illness. Yeah, she or yeah, the idea is that she had Mm -hmm. a a, a mental illness. And, uh, so she's dealing with like the death of her mom. She's got like, you know, tough kids at home. And, uh, so, yeah. So then the movie is just kind of about that, about the, the aftermath of her mother's death as she uncovers family secrets. Yes. Yes. (laughs) As everything is not quite what it seems. Right. As, uh, always in these uh, horror movies. So, um, I, again, I really liked it. I wanted to respond to something that you said earlier, um, about gender, like I am curious, well I, yeah, cause
2: it, yeah, so my friend, she was just completely convinced that it was along gender lines. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I don't know. I mean, I didn't I didn't the thing the main thing was like the last thirty minutes of the of it, and like the whole the com the final reveal, I guess, if you will,
1: I feel so my thing my take on on the ending, because obviously the movie sort of is about like, you know, she's sort of, she's decompensating throughout. Um, There's a tragedy that happens within the movie that her son is responsible for. So that forms another part of the plot, makes it even more tense. Um, But I I don't know if people were paying attention to the movie closely enough. Again, this is where I think there, there are issues with this kind of, film that's so detailed and so like layered so what i mean is i felt watching the movie there were a lot of hints that 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 something bigger was happening you know there was like the scene of like the accident like the telephone pole had Had the symbol symbol on it Mm -hmm. you saw like the things i mean not that you not everybody like knows latin necessarily or or has a maybe linguistic skills mm-hmm. to like, they were showing little things written on the walls. That's like, if you have some familiarity with like etym- the etymology of words, like you knew what they were were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, obviously the whole seance thing that happened, you know, the, um the references to like the mother trying to put people in Tony Collette, um, mm-hmm. Annie's brother's body. Yeah. Like kind of early on makes you think, Oh, like, is that possession? And she's trying to like, you know, so I just was yeah. not shocked by the ending. I thought that's where it was going the whole time Mm because there were lots of symbols that a cult or something was at work yeah so i just felt like i don't know if people were just kind of watching it and just taking it for what it was or miss those details Mm -hmm. because it was kind of dark i thought in some parts like when they they really had to show you that
2: well you even pointed out to me that like oh do you see like her floating in the background Mm -hmm. like right after gabriel Byrne gets it with the fire and i'm like oh my god i didn't even see that and then you also said that there was a there was one where you could actually see members of the cult surrounding the house yeah I didn't even see that at all,
1: yeah, that's i so yeah, I kind of felt like maybe people were just were missing some of the details that they didn't see, but yeah, there were like those images like tableau almost were freaky like mm-hmm. when because it was like it was all light out and then the house went dark you know how it would just suddenly shift yeah. so it went everything went dark and you could see like a big circle of like naked people standing around the house i'm like what the fuck is going like i so i don't know i think that maybe people need to watch it again mm-hmm. and like look for the details look for the the the, the signs um, i talked a little bit with carla on facebook about it because i you know she had asked like what we thought of it and i'm like i fucking loved it she didn't seem like she was that impressed with the ending of it she liked a lot of it throughout but i was like i don't know i I felt like it it did it did not come out of nowhere yeah then again i i had been thinking the whole time putting it in with rosemary's baby and the exorcist and amityville in a in a sense that i felt if you were familiar with those movies then then you know something's coming yeah exactly and so i just felt it felt like that kind of movie Mm -hmm. and yeah with all like the just the weird stuff and the people that were like really paying attention to the young the daughter charlie Mm -hmm. and so i was like something it's clear that something bigger is going on here um
2: i mean like the fact that like the 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 miniature of of like the grandmother taking charlie like to her breast yeah was just very insane because like because she even says the story she's like oh she wanted to feed you yeah she wouldn't let me feed you but yeah. it's like okay feed you like maybe from a bottle But like no she wanted to like she wanted you to suckle from. yeah she wanted to
1: be the mo- yeah, yeah the mother of 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 this you know the demon she this had brought into demon the world into the into the uh, world
2: which was interesting because i did read a buzzfeed article where the director uh, straight up said that From the moment you see Paymon... Charlie is Paymon the entire time. Yeah. Like, you just see that Charlie knows that um, Charlie is the demon the entire time. And I was yeah, like, yeah, that's not possessed. She's not is. possessed. She, she is, is the, the flesh. Exactly. Yeah. And now I'm just thinking about it and I'm like, I really want to see it again myself knowing that yeah. and how that informed the character
1: and the choices that she made. Yeah. Well, I think that's why, you know, they chose like the actress who, you know, she looks the way she does. She, can, she clucks, she's outside of, mm-hmm. of the rest of the world. Yeah. Right. I can't even do, like the way she did it. <laughs> um,
2: Watch too many episodes make, of like, Tra- it, Yes, Sam Weinman Our dear friend of the pod and filmmaker Someone posted on his wall It was the hereditary trailer But every tongue pop is, a, is Alyssa Edwards is Alyssa. <laughs> So it's like Jeez. and i'm like yeah and i'm like what is this i didn't even catch the tongue pops in the in the trailer to begin with and then when i when she started doing it i i remember just thinking i almost burst out laughing
1: in the theater because i'm like oh i get it now <laughs> yeah that was i get it. <laughs> it it's just i love the internet sometimes sometimes it's great and people are fucking hilarious but anyway so um Yeah, exactly. So she kind of already is living outside and and looks like such an outsider and so different from the rest of her family because she is. You know, she's this Mm -hmm. creature made flesh. Um, With a nut allergy. Right, (laughs) with a nut allergy. I'm not sure what... I don't know. But then again, I mean, that's kind of the... I guess that's sort of the point is, like like, in order for, like, the events of what this cult wants to have happen, like, she... She does need to die. Yeah, yeah, she has to, you know. So it's like it just kind of makes sense. Um, you know, more spoilers. But again, like I said, if you haven't seen Hereditary, why are you listening to this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that scene was really good, and I guess they made it even more graphic, but then they kind of pulled back. So I I hope that um the blu-ray or dvd or you know whatever we download into our brains (laughs) version you know has some other or just yeah deleted scenes or things as they kind of originally intended them oh
2: yeah that when that happened and then like and then she gets decapitated i (laughs) i like yelled oh shit (laughs) like really loud and i was then i forgot oh my oh my god i'm sorry and i told the girls next to me i said I, when they sat next to me, I was like, "I just want to apologize in advance because oh, I might, yeah.
0: <laughs> I might act a fool."
2: And she was like, "Oh, that's fine." And then when I said, "She might too," and she's like, "Oh, don't worry, I might too." And then when I said, "Oh shit," they were like, "Oh, like yeah, that was pretty rough."
1: Yeah. The and, and then they just showed her head. I'm like, "What?" I the know fuck? with the ants, and I'm like, like "This oh. is horrifying and wonderful and horrifying."
2: But like <laughs> the the just, I think the most horrifying thing about it is that. You know, when it happens and he's like sitting there in the car and the one tear rolls down his face and you can just see, you can just n- you fathom, oh, yeah, what, he he's was fathom what he's going through and fathom what he's
1: going through. She, she was supposed to lay down and just be calm and quiet but, I know she's like, I want to be on the yeah. radio,
2: Daddy I want to be on the radio
1: um we're talking about Peter uh, the the boy mm-hmm. the, the son Peter played by Alex Wolf he is so he was he so was very good. good yeah yeah the whole thing because that's it like that's the other other stories oh my gosh Lillian, I'm gonna have to kick you out if you don't stop. You need to lay down.
2: <laughs> lay down, girl. Uh, um, lay down. Sad. But yeah, he
1: he was so good, and like his story, you know, of sort of the the decompensation that he's going through, um, throughout with with guilt, and also real, you know, like he and Annie have this you know extreme mother son um relationship that's just filled with. Uh, you know, obviously uh, even before though, like before the whole thing with Charlie happens. So in the movie, he goes to a party, she has nuts, kind of goes into anaphylactic shock. He's trying to race her to the hospital. So she like rolls Mm -hmm. down the window to get some air and kind of gets out of the, um, puts her head out of the car and they hit a telephone pole and that's how she gets decapitated. So that's what happens there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just to, you know, um, recap, recap.
2: Yes. Um,
1: And so obviously like already he's a teenage boy and kind of sullen and a dick wad. And so he and his mother have a problem. And then obviously this happens. He doesn't even tell anybody. He just goes home and then they find her body the next day in the car, which is just even more horrendous, but he's yeah. like in shock, you know, like, he's which I understand com-
2: he's in shock. And I was just thinking, and that was the most, for me, that was a very horrifying thing. Cause mm-hmm. it was like, i i just kept thinking like i wouldn't even know i'd be in the same way i don't even know what i would do and like she just left the body there the entire time and then the next the just so so visceral these like guttural screams of i just want to die i was so uncomfortable
1: from the the mother from annie yeah Yeah, it was very, very well acted that whole part, um, that whole, and that whole scene, you know, like, yeah, what do you do? Like, how do you even respond? And it just felt very real, very tangible.
2: And poor Gabriel Byrne, just trying to keep it all together. It's just Uh, (laughs) this house of cards,
1: you know, he's just watching his whole family like disintegrate. Um, but, uh. I'm not sure what, what was the point? What were we talking about? So <laughs> we were trying to say, you know, just talking about like, yes, yeah. So yes. like his story, you know, so there's just a lot of like things happening, a lot of, um, anger and sadness and grief. That's all kind of getting processed. And then the mother and he, of course, also, she thought about not having him and that was a whole, that's like a whole other dimension to their relationship. Um, but obviously the cult's glad that they do because they mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so then again the other part of the story is that they're trying to uh bring into the real world this demon Paymon, Paymon, king Paymon, real demon too real, real demon and uh oh my gosh she's so bad uh
2: <laughs> that's a little kitty Yeah, usually she's, like, calm, and she'll just sit. It's Hemlock, the one that is all over, and she's going to try and jump on
1: me. She is.
2: She's going to try and jump on
1: me. Anyway, so King Paimon... Yeah, so this cult, they're trying to resurrect him into the body of a male, which is why they have to, like orchestrate the death of the daughter because they need to release like his soul so they can put it in the sun
2: because apparently it like craves the the a to be in the form of a weaker male yeah or something like just which hilarious to me as well um and i just thought that i'm like that was a very interesting detail i'm like ooh, mm-hmm. playing with that a little bit and and gender and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And then you
2: have the brilliant Ann Dowd, Aunt Lydia. Uh,
1: yes, 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 yes. Our uh, press secretary. Yes. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love Michelle Wolf. Um, yeah, Ann Dowd, she is great in that role. But I mean, even like right away, I was like, what's up with this lady? I know. Because, you it, know, like, uh, flying out of nowhere, yeah. like, you know, um, validating. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this, she's up to something, mm-hmm. you know? And then they show, like, her house with all like the creepy Paymon shit. And I would have like, loved.
2: Yep. <laughs> I would have loved in that role to see Margot Martindale. <laughs> um, Margo Martindale. She's from Hung. And oh um, uh, yeah 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 yeah. I would just love to see her because I think she would have done really well in that role too. Um, and I'm like, and then at the very end, uh, I remember I don't know if I said this to Joshua or maybe I just thought it, but I was like, oh, she's Mrs. Castavet. Like, <laughs> I was like, ah. Yeah. She's mini Castavet.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. No, I recognize Margot. She was in uh, Dexter as well. Yes. She I was in the, she was in Dexter. Dexter. She was like such a cool character. I wanted her to last longer. But anyways, um Yeah, so then yeah, and Dowd's character every like all these kind of movies need that, you know, where yeah. You know, there's that like nice, seemingly nice lady that comes into the life all of a sudden. And then it's like, oh, she's been friends with the mother. And there's, a, you know, the um, Annie's mom who dies. And it's like, oh, shit. Some the, you know, this woman is, you know, get away from her. Get away from her. <laughs> Don't trust nice people. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust nice people who are like summoning spirits. Right. Trust only yeah. like awful people. Some spirits. lady
1: just comes up to you and he's like, Oh my gosh, I you know what you're feeling. Let's have a seance. You should probably um, not probably should, run yeah. in the other direction. Get away from that person. Cause yeah. she's going to put a demon in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then like,
2: God, so uh, the most disturbing images was just the whole, like he goes up to the house and doesn't uh, tell them that the body, mm-hmm. the body's there.
1: Um, there was a lot of like, creep- like I I will say like it's been a while since a horror film has really made me jump, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. and like there's a scene where it's like very dark and then she just comes run- Annie comes running out of the darkness that actually made me jump because it was very well crafted it, it like there was no. That's something about this whole movie. Like usually, when in a horror film, if something big's coming, it's like na, na, you know, like the music builds mm-hmm. and you're like, something's gonna happen, and then it does, and you're like, eh, what you know? And you've watched enough movies, but this was like, I it didn't have like the musical cues and like those sorts of things that you expect, mm-hmm. so you're like prepared for a jump, you know? So yeah. when she just flew out of nowhere, it was like, whoa, what the fuck? And then the other image that's really stuck with me, uh oh, especially late at night. Uh, just as I fell asleep, is like <laughs> that creepy, like naked guy with a smile yes. in the doorway, and uh-huh. it's like just he's lit just enough. Mm-hmm. That really creeped me out and i came home that night and like i went to bed and i like turned all the lights off and then like that i could like see that in my mind like you know <laughs> and you like, forgot
2: jeffrey was home and he was standing there naked and like, no he wasn't <laughs> home
1: i was here all by myself but it's like i kept seeing that and i th- i'm like oh gosh the next time i have like sleep paralysis which i get um, that's going to be like, what I think about is like that dude standing over me smiling is uh, that big, no, like, creepy ass Not even smile. standing
2: over you, just like, just his face is just out of the light, but you can see the
1: smile. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it was so creepy. That really, really, really unnerved me and made, and made me excited. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm actually really like, you know, I was creeped out by, by it. The image I'm going back to is, uh,
2: Toni Collette chopping her head off. Oh, just just sawing like her head off the like razor wire, s- 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 yeah, <Swald> and then like she just looks like she just looks at her son like I have no control over this. I'm sorry, I'm about to die, and then like you don't see her finish the job. You just see him like jump out the window and then thud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like oh.
1: Yeah, the head, boom, 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 yeah. <laughs> rolling away. Yeah, it's yeah. That whole scene was creepy, and that's another part where it's like you have to be really paying attention because when he walks in the attic and he's walking around, you can see the like naked people like hiding behind like the rafters and things like that. You know of the of the attic that, the, and it's just really creepy. You know, mm. and I just think they did a really good job building this like really creepy atmosphere for uh for this for this movie so overall i was like really impressed i you know if i'm gonna go i'm gonna just say you know agree with joe hill here um fantastic author uh son of stephen king um that you know if you didn't like it you're wrong and i'm not gonna entertain any opinions (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna read your comments or. Uh, no. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, I really think people should give it another shot if they didn't like it and watch yeah. it again and look for the details and and um, you know and pay attention to the little yeah the little creepies yeah the, the <laughs> little creepy yeah pay attention to the little creepy yeah and really you know you have to like absorb the whole like of the scene that's another reason why I think it works so well because it it does move slowly and there are just like. There's a lot of texture. Yeah, yeah. Because like right in the very beginning, you know, when she turns the lights out and you can see the her mother like standing in Mm -hmm. the dark. You know, like there are things like that throughout the whole movie. You know, just little things hidden in the dark and hidden in the in behind the scenes, like the smiling dude. Mm -hmm. You know, he's in the scene. He's in the movie early. You know, um, smiling at Charlie, and it's like Hmm. they plant like throughout the whole thing. They plant these people, and they're like. You know they come back at the end, and it was just really, really creepy. I see now. I need to watch it again. Oh, definitely. I'm definitely gonna
2: watch I, it again. I liked the so I just when they go into the house and they 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 go into the the very first you know the very first images where you go into the house and it's all miniature, and then it's this like seamless transition to <sighs> oh now yeah. And then from the rest of the film, they place the camera in such a way that it looks like it's peeking into a miniature, like um especially the the scene at the after the dinner after the blow up at the dinner table where um Annie leaves and it's just Gabriel Byrne and um and Peter and it just like the way it's framed that they're just like right there in those you know the rule of three spots but um yeah it's just very like I thought it was going to be a comment on the house. Like I really thought we were in for like a haunted house metaphor because of how how the how the miniatures played so much into it. And then I was very pleasantly surprised when it turned into this more supernatural thing, but not a haunted
1: house, yeah. Definitely, I you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I they could have went that route, kind of like with the Baba Duck. Like, yeah. they could have also went that route where the Baba Duck wasn't a real thing, and but the whole time it was just like the mom's like breakdown and you know imagining everything, mm-hmm. and it could have still worked fine, you know, and probably still been just as good of a film, mm-hmm. um, you know, without like the supernatural oh. elements. It would have been something different, and I think the same thing about this. It they could have pulled back all of that, and it'd just be about. You know, grief again. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> this is Lily. I'm like attacking the. Williams like
2: I want microphone. my. I want to know. <laughs> I loved Hereditary. Right.
1: Um, Hail Satan. <laughs> Hail Satan. Hail Paymon. Hail Paymon. Um, you know they could have went that direction, but I mean I'm glad they didn't. You know it's I I really. I love like, I mean, it was just so old school, Mm -hmm. you know? And I wonder if we can look back like, you know, maybe we'll have to examine that a little bit and look back at like the, the 60s and 70s when we were making a lot of demon movies and a lot of possession movies, you know, like The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby. It was all, The Omen, you know, it was all about the devil coming. You know, I think we're in another time like that, you know, where there's a lot of like civil unrest happening, where we're rapidly moving towards, you know, um, a breaking point in our mm-hmm. society of how, of how much we're, the they's are going to get away with and how much the uses are going to take, take yeah. you know? And so I'm not sure if there's like, you know, something to be said about like demonology and like, you know, possession movies where it's like, we're, you know, we're being like gaslit. You know, yeah. Well, like, like gaslighting
2: conspiracies are always unsettling for me to watch on film. Yeah, because it's like you know they're obviously you're making a film about it because you're trying to say that it's true. But I love films where it's like you don't t- you don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, and that's where you know even though you have those supernatural hints throughout the film, what is what is real, what is not? Yeah the entire time you're you're questioning and I think that yeah the this film is kind of this film I think when suspiria comes out it will definitely play into it um we're we're looking at a, a get out is a great example of it it's like where's the there's a larger conspiracy and you feel that now like you're caught in the center of it and what does that mean yeah like, what does that mean to be what does that mean to be feeling like you're out here utterly alone and you're caught in the middle of something much bigger that like literally wants to kill you.
1: No. uh, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There are evil
2: forces like at work in the world. Joshua, have we discovered the social anxiety topic of our time in which, (laughs) in which, in which all horror films now will
1: reference? I don't know. Maybe you know. I mean, we'll have to look back in ten years. If I mean, if there is a ten years uh, from now, (laughs) which we'll see, it's looking highly unlikely.
0: We'll see. Uh,
1: But yeah, I I do think that there is something to kind of examine there and to to like look at and see what other movies come out Uh, at this time. You know, will we continue to see these sorts of conspiracy, demon possession? You know, this idea that yeah, there are forces at work that. Mm you know, allow evil things to happen and, and the good people dressed up to protect us are the ones perpetrating these crimes, you know? So like these movies where it's nice or like, you know, Rosemary's babies, the people, you know, next door or witch cult trying to bring about Satan in this poor, you know, strange woman to them's body, you know? And so in this one where you know, you have nice. Uh, what was her name? Joan and Joanie. character, Joan. Joan. You know, kind of coming and and she's so nice and kind, but really she's part of this whole conspiracy. Mm-hmm. So, but then again, I mean, I'm not. I mean, that doesn't really work so much as a metaphor for Trump because he's not wearing a mask. I mean, he's you know he's not acting like a nice person. <laughs> you know, he like he's just a horrible piece of trash. But I mean, that's the thing though. Like he's ascended to this. Mm-hmm. you know, space and, 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 yeah. and is supposed to be the leader of the quote unquote free world. I don't want to get too much into my personal politics mm-hmm. uh, regarding these things, but I mean, it is, it's like completely unmasked. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that, if that, if that, analysis holds up so we'll we'll see as we we'll continue see. here
2: we'll see if we make it to 10 years from now right. we'll we'll <laughs> we we better, better be like joshua remember that time right when fries go yeah because you know 10 years from now that's exactly what i'm gonna sound like yeah <laughs> like, joshua, i hope time.
1: so <laughs> But anyways, overall, can't wait to see it again. I hope that it comes out on Blu-ray very soon um, or again, whatever. Exactly.
2: Tell your friends. Tell your friends to go see it. Uh, Let it be the movie that divides your relationships.
1: Right. That you can argue about for years to come. Mm -hmm. It was trash. No, it was the best thing ever. Tony Collette is great, <laughs> which
2: is something I think we all can agree on. I agree. That is very. That is not a define. That is something that every single person I've seen is like. We love Tony Collette. I don't understand why she's in this film, or we love Tony Collette. She was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No,
1: regardless, yeah. I think her her performance was fantastic.
2: A24 has this podcast where they have creators, like actors and, and directors and writers get together to talk about, like, just craft, and then sometimes they talk about their films. And there's an episode back in April that was released. It's Tony Collette being interviewed by uh, John Early, who is the gay on search party. And apparently, he hmm. has had a like a lifelong love affair with Tony Collette from afar. Like he created a Tony Collette website when he back in the late nineties. So you know that was like a big deal for him to be interviewing her. And uh-huh. one and one thing that she said in the show was that uh, she had taken a break. Like, she had taken a conscious break from doing all this really heavy stuff. That she wanted to do light things, she wanted to make comedy, she wanted to laugh. And then she gets... And then her representation was like, um, but you need to look at the script for this. And she was like, fuck, man. Like, I gotta do this film now. Yeah. And so which is interesting because it's like, she is so good at drama and so good so at horror. Good. Yeah. And, and she's also, I mean, she's really good at comedy and doing the fun stuff, but like, she is just so good at that. Very where she shines. Um, yeah. I loved it. Go see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I like,
1: just, I love it. Go see it. Silence. <laughs> No, yeah, it was very, very good. So hopefully, uh, those of you listening really enjoyed it. Um, if not, again, I think, you. I think you are wrong. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> I'll say it, fuck you. No, uh, we're all entitled to our pain. That's the cool thing about horror. At the end of the <laughs> Josh day, Josh was like, "Calm down, show." Right? No, Calm I mean, down. You know what I'm I am saying? I You, you know, it's all open for interpretation, and that's and that is why I, the horror, I think, is so. You know important in our culture you know it gives us all a place to put our fears or put our you know our interpretations we can pull from it what we need Mm -hmm. you know and so people that watch this can take from it what they need or say it was a piece of crap I don't know you know a lot of people like being contrarians these days exactly I don't think that's true no
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's the joke it, with that. No, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm, the,
1: I'm not. I'm not mansplaining was, how a joke works to you, Joshua. You're so wonderful. Joe. Thank you. Yeah. I just dropped something. Yeah, trashed your phone. Anyways, thanks again for listening. Um, that was hereditary. Uh, did we even mention any of the important stuff? Like uh, directed, written, and directed by Ari Aster.
2: And it's his debut. His debut. debut.
1: Yep. Kind of, kind of incredible, and um, you know.
2: Do you think his mother's really proud of him? Because <laughs> I just like you know every time someone makes something where it's like the main character has a tumultuous relationship with their ex parent, I'm like, uh, do you think that they know? Well, maybe they might
1: know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I am curious. <laughs> especially if you know if he's ever had like a big argument with his mom you know like that's true <laughs> she's like did you have to go put that in that movie yeah <laughs> you know
2: i love doll houses right
1: <laughs> how could you make them so creepy see again like exactly. i like that we've we've recast the doll well i mean your father
2: doesn't mind that i go see movies by myself at night <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh anyways well thank you all for listening this has been uh another Field Trip Fright School episode and we will see you all again soon. Very soon.
2: Fright School is produced by Joshua Napier and
1: Joe Farron. Our intro was edited by Davy Boy Productions.
2: Our logo was designed by Jamie Channel Guzman. Episodes are edited and engineered by Joe Farron. Fright School is produced in terrifyingly beautiful San Diego, California. Um.